0: When you're a little fellow, you can usually tolerate a fair amount of affection from
1: your parents. And you can even stand a reasonable amount from your big brother. But when a strange female decides to be affectionate, it really presents a disturbing problem. And that's our story tonight on...
0: Louise It to Beaver Starring Louise Gaspin And John Richardson as the co-host
1: Hey, hey, boys and girls and everything in between. This is Louise to Beaver. And I'm Louise. And I'm John.
0: (laughs) Hi, uh, Hi, Louise. uh, Hello, hello. (olate) This
1: week we are breaking it down. Season one, episode 15.
0: Party invitation. Mm -mm, Louise, mm -mm, oh mm -mm, my mm -mm, goodness. mm -mm, I cannot mm -mm. wait to talk about party in the Oh
1: my God! Okay,
0: it takes a turn.
1: Um, it sure does.
0: It sure does. It had a Gloria uh,
1: Estefan moment. It turned that beat around.
0: <laughs> and it made me want to do the conga. So, <laughs> uh, so
1: perfect for parties. Let's do.
0: Let's do a TV Guide versus John and Louise.
1: Okay, so TV Guide says about episode fifteen beaver learns that he's the only boy invited to a party also i believe this episode aired january oh. 17th 1958
0: that, that sounds right to me is that
1: what you got <laughs>
0: january 17th
1: 1958 is that what you said Mm-hmm. cool okay um i broke it down the new girl is sweet on the beaver and invites him to an all-girl party. He has a bad time until he gets to play with guns. What could possibly go wrong?
0: No. <laughs> uh Mine was, the beaver gets invited to a party, but his fear of his parents results in a fate worse than death. Girls!
1: Nice. Okay. <laughs> and then, the new segment, Ward's World.
0: Oh, yeah. Ooh, I forgot about it. <laughs> words world <laughs> party time not excellent not excellent okay so not here excellent. is
1: the episode according to ward parenting is super hard i should punish my kids when i don't understand them and then apologize for caring more about other people's opinions of me than the feelings of my own children
0: <laughs> i would go with I. Uh, ward Thinks that he knows everything about what his children are going through, but doesn't stop to ask questions. (laughs) Yep. Pretty much.
1: I feel like Uh, you didn't even need to remember. That was perfect.
0: I I mean, it's a lot of this episode just like jammed itself in my memory. By the way, my dog Daisy is like sitting right next to me and she is just licking her legs so loudly. So (laughs) if you hear something that sounds squishy, it's Daisy. Um... Louise, did you notice what I noticed about the beginning of this episode?
1: Hmm. I don't know that I did.
0: There was nothing that was out of the ordinary to you?
1: Oh, you know what? It starts with the Beave and Wally instead of the nonsense scene with the parents that we never need.
0: That is correct.
1: (gasps) Yes!
0: It does still have the little... Uh, Hugh Beaumont introductory segment Um, I don't see I need to just start writing down exactly what he says because I feel like it's probably so like super Ward centric (laughs) but uh, um, the shots just because I always write them down it's uh, Ward and June walking Beaver down a school the school hallway Um, Wally and Beaver in their bedroom and then Beaver with a girl and then with a bunch of boys and judy snickering in the background um but yeah we start off instead of with warden june saying like oh man being warden june is you know such a weird thing wonder what those kids are up to it's like straight to it i wonder if they're wising up
1: i'm hoping because i kind of prefer it
0: I feel like I got a lot more out of this episode, maybe because there was a little extra room for Wally and the Beave. Oh my God, Daisy, cool your jets! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we start off with Beaver like rummaging through his closet, mm-hmm. and he's looking um, for a shoe, and, yes, and then Wally, Wally is Wally's looking
1: look- for a book.
0: His arithmetic book, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, the shoe is found in the waste paper basket, mm-hmm. and I just wrote down the words "waste paper basket" because who calls it that anymore? Right. I rem- I feel like I remember being called that when I was a kid, but like not by anybody in real life. Right. Maybe like a teacher.
1: hmm And yeah. I remember writing down when I was writing my notes for this um the shoes in the garbage garbage is weird and then in the in then the next part i was like ah the book is in the waste paper basket To yeah. adult
0: <laughs> yeah waste paper basket. i don't know there's just something about that um so beaver mentions this new girl in his class named linda dennison mm-hmm. uh it took me well, I went back and listened to it a bunch of times, and I had trouble figuring out what they were saying, but then I just cheated and looked online to find out what the name of the character was. Nice. Um, but she's been bothering Beaver, and she always wants to, like, sit next to him in class. Walk home and, with uh, him. And walk home with him, and um, Wally Wally, Wally. Thinks...
1: Oh, go ahead. No, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm ju- I was going to say, Wally says, not... like, when girls are nice to you, they usually got an angle. She probably wants to copy your homework.
0: Right, I know, yeah. Um and Beaver goes, She looks aw- oh, uh Wally asks what she looks like, and Beaver goes, She looks awful. She looks like a girl. Ugh, Which brother
1: I took offense to.
0: I just kind of rolled my eyes at First it because of all, it's like what does she look like?
1: What does it matter?
0: That's very true. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then we find out that Wally's book was also in the waste paper book. Basket. Um, and now we don't see Ward and June. We go right to school and we get an exterior shot of the school, like a big wide one. And that is a beautiful looking school. Am I wrong?
1: I don't remember the school.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: I thought we went immediately to Linda Dennison writing a letter. Well, I, I mean, it's blinked. an exterior
0: shot of the school and then. It goes to inside of the classroom when she's writing the note to Beaver. And I wrote down that she kind of looks like the Beaver.
1: Interesting. You know, I didn't write it down, but uh, I remember thinking she has bangs like Amelie.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, she's like, you know, cute little kid. She passes a note to Beaver via Judy, then Whitey, then Larry. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. Great, we got all the the classic characters from his classroom right in a line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the class ends, the other kids start ragging on him about Judy being sweet on him—not Judy, Linda. Sorry, about Linda being sweet on him. And um, you look like you're gonna say something. What's up?
1: Oh no, I was just saying. Like even in this moment, I am reminded that the Beaver's friends are just creeps. They are
0: such creeps.
1: Like, why wouldn't they join forces with Beave and be like, are you okay? She seems like she's bothering you. Can we help you at all? No, they're just creeps to the beaver. I mean,
0: second grade.
1: I don't know, man. Get yeah. some new friends.
0: He, well, yeah, no kidding.
1: And, and he has
0: an opportunity.
1: Yeah, right, he does. and Linda he's like is inviting him pressure. to a party. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and know. then
1: it was like, They're, like, teasing him because, like, Whitey and Larry didn't get invites. And I'm like, well, creepy Judy, you didn't get one either. So lay off.
0: Right. She is the biggest creep of them all.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So, but right. I, did, I will say that I liked about this scene is that Judy taunts the beaver and is like, beaver's got a sweetheart. And he grabs the note away from her and goes, I have not. And then marches off and then turns about face hmm. and goes, I have not. Like again. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah, he's a little cutie. Um, and then Linda ambushes him in the doorway. Uh, I just want, I'm just going through
0: my uh, my notes. So... Oh, uh, so, but but while that's going on, Beaver says, you get one, Larry? After he gets the invitation, and Larry goes, nuh-uh, I never get nothing from girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Yeah, so then he gets ambushed by Linda, and she wants to walk home with him, which no one ever wanted to walk home with me, so.
1: Yeah, I was like, me either. I would have made him I carry my trumpet, like, so that's probably... Why?
0: <laughs> and um, then he tells
1: her that he has to go to the dentist to get teeth put back in. D-
0: yeah, I know. And I it's was like, like come boy, on, man. she
1: definitely doesn't want to copy your homework. You're dumb-dumb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could come up with better excuses, but you got to admit, like, on the fly, I mean, I know that this is a written show. It's not like he improv that or anything, right. but it's like for a child to, like, think that, Instantly is just so truly bizarre.
1: I mean, I don't know why he didn't say something like, ah, oh, man, I got to go volunteer at the auxiliary firehouse with Gus.
0: I know. Which, by the way, we haven't seen that kooky old man in a while. I know. Hope he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now we are back at the Cleaver's house. and um,
1: The Beeves on the phone.
0: Beeves on the phone, calls a guy named Frankie.
1: He's calling the fellas. To verify yeah, the invitations.
0: To see who else got invited to this. So Wally just kind of like struts in with a banana.
1: Oh. Like there's something about his like. Smooth as hell.
0: His little like like sauntery banana walk is just like.
1: And it's cool lean. So
0: cool. He's so cool. So um, they get called down for supper and Wally puts the rest of the banana in his pocket.
1: Classic.
0: So Classic. Um now four scenes in we get our first glimpse of Warden June.
1: Yes. Um yeah. th- it's like we missed dinner. They called them to dinner and then the next scene right. was after dinner and right. Wally's like drying the dishes and June is washing Wally is drying the beeves, putting them away I don't remember what Ward was doing if anything
0: uh he's the man of the house okay. he doesn't have to do anything okay
1: and so then no, but he... the part I wrote down is he asks a question that in real life would be answered at dinner like it wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. sit at silence all dinner and then be like so do you have plans on Saturday you'd ask right. that at dinner but
0: okay yeah uh I didn't even think about that but you're totally right it's it's like this like when there's a movie where there's a scene where like all the stuff goes down and then certainly they're, they're in the car ride for an hour but you only see them after the car ride and then they start saying like man can you believe what that party was like and it's like you didn't talk about that in the car for the hour that you were in there
1: yeah yeah
0: Right. Um, um. So then, yeah. yeah so Ward asks, Ward asks, "What are you doing on Saturday?" And I kind of love his response.
1: He Wally and Chester and Tui are gonna go watch the workers tar the roof on the drugstore and yell yeah. and watch them yell at each other. I know. <laughs> and the beaver's like, "Yeah, uh, me too."
0: Yeah, beaver's going too. But it's like when I was that age. I think I would have really enjoyed that.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure I would have. Oh, and you know, June's first look. Tell me about it. I will. It's a repeat from episode 11, look three. It's a three quarter length sleeved lean wool sheath dress tailored (laughs) fitted and nipped at the waist with a slim belt and closely fitted to the body from the waist down to below the knees. She's wearing earrings, arm candy and pearls with an open heart pendant
0: well alright then way to go June
1: <laughs> she's great wearing
0: your clothes uh, so June uh, tells says to Beaver again something that would have been brought up at dinner uh, that Linda's mom called to see if the Beaver is going to the party but then she says last like she said you got the invitation last week and I'm like what has a week gone
1: by yeah Actually, I didn't pick up on that when it was happening, but I did write down about the back and forth about reading and losing The Invitation. Yeah. Sometimes time is just, like, a weird thing in this world. It really
0: is. Or it's like they cut a bunch of scenes that would have taken place over the course of a week, but then they just didn't change that line to Mm -hmm. say, like, she says she gave it to you today, like, that, that would have been a no-brainer. Um, yeah,
1: but they have a cute back and forth where the Beev's like, anyway, I ain't going. And then Ward's like, "Beaver, you're not going. And he's like, gee, thanks, Dad. I thought you were going to make me.
0: Right. <laughs> I also wrote that down, and I put a little star next to it. <laughs> um, and then we find out a little bit of information about Linda's father, uh, I believe he manages the new plant.
1: Oh, right. And I wrote a note here that says, like, Ward is like, he's, they seem like really nice people being the manager of a new plant. And I went, those two things are not correlated.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and But then June said that Beaver would be there, I guess, to uh, Linda's mom. Um, told her beaver's gonna be there and beaver is none too pleased Mm -mm. um so yeah
1: and wally doesn't help he doesn't help the beaver or his parents because he's ward scolds him and says like you're not helping when beaver laughs at something and then uh later when he's like you know hey like i get to go with you guys don't i wally and he's like shrugs and it's like man what a can't like no spine what a jellyfish! Yeah, but
0: but also it's like it's kind of in a tough position there because it's I like guess. the parents pretty much said like, no, this is what you're doing. It's not like Wally has any say in the matter.
1: But he knows the situation,
0: right? He does. I guess yeah. Wally should have said like, but you don't understand. Yeah. It, I guess at this point they they don't have it one hundred percent confirmed. They still have to find out about Charles and elephant ears, but we're going to get to that.
1: And uh, the like rattles a plate as Ward's walking out, and Ward stops to look back, and he's like, sorry, sir. And I was like, heck yeah, rattle that plate. Resist. Yeah, right.
0: Uh, So then we go into the living room, and... It's just like a kind of a nothing scene where June is just like, I wonder why Beaver doesn't want to go to Linda's party. Like, yeah. there's really nothing to it.
1: There, There's right? one adult comedy moment. Not like adult, like higher rated in, in inappropriateness, right. but like kids aren't going to laugh at the joke. Um, June takes the paper from Ward and he tries to get up off the sofa and she says, where are you going? And he says, to call the drugstore before it closes. And she says, I think the boys are using the phone and he says oh, i'll right. call after it closes
0: oh i didn't even catch that <laughs> or Cute. i was just like so not feeling ward that i was just like whatever go to hell <laughs> <laughs> so um now we're back with uh, beaver on the phone and he's calling charles is so wait is charles the kid from part-time genius the really the the smart kid
1: Oh, you know what? I think he is.
0: Yeah. Not that we ever really touch base with Charles in this conversation. It's just... Um, I, th- I couldn't remember if that was the kid's name or not. Anyway, uh, you only see hear Beaver's side of the conversation, but he asks if he's going to the party, finds that he's not going, then asks if Elephant Ears is going. And <sighs> I'm like, love it. It's so perfect that they've got a friend named elephant ears and also mean but like probably not really
1: but also I guess like you have an elephant ears and you have a beaver that's true so but it's not
0: like it's not like he's called beaver because he's got like gigantic buck teeth or anything or a flat tail and chops down trees that's true I just confirmed it
1: it's Charles Fredericks
0: oh there you go (laughs) Way to go, internet sleuth. Um, But then I'm noticing they're just sitting at the top of the stairs. That's, I don't know, just found that kind of interesting. Um,
1: Because that's all the the farther the cord would reach.
0: Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, I remember growing up before we had a cordless phone. There was that just like coiled up cord. That would always just get so tangled. But, like, it was probably a thousand feet long. (laughs) Yeah, right. And it was, like, the most coiled thing. And I just remember, like, sitting around and kind of untangling the cord of the phone.
1: It was therapeutic.
0: Yeah. Oh, weird. I haven't thought about that in a very long time. It's fun. Anyway so uh, it is now confirmed Beaver is going to be the only boy at this party Mm -hmm. and um, I just wrote down that Beaver and Wally are cute Um, wait oh yeah here we go they're cute because uh, Wally went to a party with only three boys uh, and they made them play kissing games I don't know why I said that they're cute maybe it's just a separate thought about them just kind of like being brothers and talking about stuff but, uh, yeah, Wally's like, there are th- only three boys and they movie that play kissing games, and... Oh, here's where I wrote, homophobia alert. But uh, Beaver goes, with girls, and Wally's just like, well, yeah, that's the only kind of person there is to kiss. And it's like, hmm, so not woke. No. So not woke. Um, but that's when we also learned that Elephant Ears has measles, and Beaver is jealous. <laughs> um, although I think then, back
1: then could the measles kill you So oh
0: for sure yeah they certainly did not have the vaccines at that time um, and then Wally says he'll help Beaver get sick uh, I don't remember if that was actually a plan or just a goof
1: he said something like get sick quicker or get quick sick or something I, I remember that happening
0: well, if anybody wants to go back and find out, you can go ahead and check it out on. Um, if you don't, if you haven't caught it on Me TV or something, it's on archive.org. Just search for "Leave It to Beaver." Um, this episode, by the way, at this point seems pretty normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, just wait, audience, listening audience at home. <laughs> um. Then we go to the living room.
1: The next day. And,
0: oh, it's the next day? Mm hmm. Uh,
1: because Wally we... says, oh, it seemed like a good idea last night. Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah, so Wally's having, it's. I've just written Wally has second thoughts. I always get into trouble when I help you. Yeah. Which is true. I feel like he said that before. Yeah. To Beaver. Yeah. So
1: Wally and the Beeve decide. That, oh, that's that right. That Wally is gonna impersonate Ward to get Beav off the hook from the party.
0: I like completely forgot about this scene. Yeah, like so much happens after this. Yeah, that like my memory about this completely disappeared.
1: Yeah, and it's like Ward creeps in, all sleuth style, and sits down on the side of the couch, and Wally is like, uh, the the Beaver's sick," and and. Talks to asks for Linda, not the parents, but like right, right. the tiny second grader, and then says that the was sick. He was unexpectedly sick, and he's not coming yeah. to the party. And then they're like, "Wow, you did it better than Dad!" And they start to walk away, and they're like, "Gee, Dad, have you been and there a pass, long time?" And he's they like, pass "Long right enough." By him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In uh, yeah, so then Ward is going to call back and tell them that he's going, but and, take a quick um, time out. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: He sends Wally to his room. Mm-hmm. Um, But before that, he says, like, what am I supposed to do? And uh, Wally says, put on your suit, take the present, and pretend like you're going to the party, and then just never go. So mom and dad right. don't have to know. And he's like, where am I going to go on a Saturday in a blue suit? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe go to the church. There might be a wedding or whatever. There might be a
0: wedding, right? Um, yeah.
1: So then he's cut back to where we are in the episode and Ward like sends Wally to his room, tells Beeve to go put on his suit. He absolutely is going. Walks over to the phone, picks it up, and starts dialing. And I wrote down, how does he know the phone number by heart?
0: Ward is, first of all, the center of the show Leave it to Beaver. He is the main <laughs> character. Mm-hmm. He is... The man of the house, which means he superhuman. Is, he is superhuman. He he doesn't need. If if he did clean a dish in his life, it would certainly kill him. Um, that's his. That's his kryptonite. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just being such a jerk. But he's kind of like tickled by what the kids were doing.
1: Yeah. And I especially yeah. like as the beeve is walking away dejected, he stops and turns around and says, Dad, don't worry. I'm not really sick. Yeah. And I just oh, was like, oh, <laughs> Beave!"
0: What a little cutie. Oh, by the way, we have an update about Mayfield.
1: Oh.
0: It was brought to the attention... Uh, by the um, of the uh, the Leave It to Beaver fan club on Facebook, that Tony Dow posted a picture of a check from the props department, and I think it was probably from like Still the Beaver or like whatever the um, you know kind of like twenty years movie. later spinoff was, and it was um, a check with like Wally's name in the corner with like his wife's name and it has their address and it says Mayfield, Ohio.
1: Palm trees, always sunny, never winter.
0: It's so there's this there's the ongoing debate. There's the people who are just like stop trying to guess where Mayfield is. It's everywhere. And like kind of take the fun out of it where it's just like a yeah, but they slip up sometimes and like right. give it you know, they forget to, like, really hide it. Because if that just said, like, Mayfield, USA or the name of a fake state or a combination of two states, like, that's right. really having some fun like with it. Like, on but, Big Hero
1: 6, they live in San Francisco.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. it straight up says, like, I the props think, department made I it say Ohio. and I recently had a
1: conversation with people... Um, It's of the same camp as people who are like no Shakespeare is a genius and he is a part of our literary history and then there's other people that are like well I mean it couldn't have possibly been one person especially not one person who would have been uneducated and there's all this other Mm -hmm. evidence to back up that surely it wasn't and that was a pen name possibly of a a bunch of people and people are like how dare you say that and there's this giant controversy that is the Mayfield controversy it's like I I believe the people that like have fun trying to figure it out just like care that there is a debate to have they they don't really want the solution yeah or I don't think
0: I I completely agree with you. I think that it's so much fun to try to like decode this thing that like, you know, if in the world of Leave It to Beaver doesn't matter the Shakespeare thing like that could, that's actually like a real thing. Huh. So that's I was like, you're of that in- camp, eh? I'm of what cam- of which camp?
1: Your stance on Shakespeare.
0: I don't necessarily have a stance on Shakespeare, but I like the fact that people are talking about, like, a real thing. Okay. I don't, I certainly don't have a stance on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, when it comes to Mayfield, I do like the fact that they're, it, it gives watching the show another element. Yeah. You know, where you can, like, watch out for these things and be yeah. like, ooh, a it's clue also- or something to throw throws off the scent.
1: It's also similar to when you're watching a movie and people are like the consistency police and they're like, he's not holding a can of Coke. He is. And whether that like gets under your skin and drives you insane or whether you're like, whoa, I found a secret hole.
0: The only thing that's like that, that bugs me, but not enough to the point where I'm like going to stop watching something. And okay. This is, here. I'm about to reveal some information about myself. Okay. One of my, like, and I, I rarely use the term guilty pleasure, but, like, one of my guilty pleasure television shows is Designated Survivor. Okay. Have you watched this show? No. Oh, my God. It is ridiculous. It is completely ridiculous, but so much fun to watch. And it's, like, it takes itself very seriously, but also not at the same time. I don't know. But, uh there are many scenes that take place with like some of the staffers leaving like the white house commissary and they like getting a cup of coffee and the cups of coffee are so clearly empty. Like you can, you can see their weightlessness and like how pure white they are. And they're taking sips from these cups of like these cups of covered coffee but you can just empty tell coffees. that there's absolutely nothing inside of them i don't know I, I i i don't i don't dislike the show because of it it cracks me up but like it's just a thing that's all anyway back to leave it to beaver okay <laughs> um so where were we uh, uh
1: the, bee oh, leaves- the bedroom Oh, yeah, so we go up to the bedroom, June catches Wally tossing clean socks into a football helmet. I don't know Uh, why that makes them not clean.
0: Question for you, though. Yeah. What's she wearing?
1: Oh, June's second (laughs) look, which is a repeat from episode five, look two, and episode one, look two. It's a collared, belted, small check dress, heels, earrings, two pieces of orange candy, and pearls with a teardrop pendant this is the first time we've seen this necklace also i will say i looked at this dress and i thought hmm i think it might be like a buttery yellow and i looked back at my notes for both of the other times that it was on there and i had said minty
0: interesting so this is the
1: first time i saw the same dress and thought it was a different color
0: that is very very interesting Mm -hmm. um So, yeah, uh, Wally's throwing, like, balled-up socks into a football helmet, and, yeah, June is, like, all weird about the fact that they're clean socks. Who cares?
1: Who cares? He's a child. They're not wet or muddy. No, no. They're balled up, and he can pick them up and put them back in the drawer.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, Wally explains Beaver's situation to June, and... She feels genuinely awful about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, Ward has already taken Beaver.
1: Simultaneously, like he's left the Beaver. I think. The scenes and, are yeah. like happening together.
0: Right. And because it's uh, we're in pre-cell phone days, there's no way for her to be like, Ward, turn around now.
1: Mm-hmm. So I that's, put that's on my life. note... Wally explains the situation, and they have a stupid mother-son pity party because girls are so yucky and difficult. Gag me. Yeah. Well, it also I annoys really me that- I've like, really got a chip on my shoulder about this.
0: Yeah. And Wally makes it all about, the, about kissing. Like, he's going to get there, and they're going to kiss him. It's going to be awful. And it's just yeah. like, you know, there's more to it than that. Where maybe it's sixth like,
1: grade, maybe seventh grade. Second. Yeah.
0: Yeah, second grade, but also it's just, like, not only is it no girls, because he's friends with Judy, the creep, like... And Violet Rutherford. And Violet Rutherford. It's just the fact that, like, they're not his friends. Like, none of his friends are going. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Which
1: would have been a much better point to make.
0: Yeah. And, honestly, if I was June and I actually felt really bad about Beaver's situation... I'd call the number that she knows probably by heart the mm-hmm. Denison's house and be like hey has Beaver arrived yet? No? Okay. Well when they get there could you have Ward call me? You know like something like that.
1: Yeah or you know when they get there have Ward bring the Beaver home we've had a family emergency. Just say anything. Yeah. Also anything. I was going to bring this up later but I'll bring it up now. Um when they're talking li- scenes later scenes later mm-hmm. scene like 10 uh they're like oh man the beaver he's uh getting home late from this party and ward's like don't worry it's only a couple of blocks and i'm like you drove mm-hmm. him there and it's a couple of blocks june instead of calling just walk a couple of blocks go yeah. get, him. <laughs> go get I, him
0: well i was thinking about that too because i i beaver and linda i guess walk have walked home together so they mustn't live very far from one another right yes Ward does drive him i guess because i think he says something about them running late something like that okay so it's like all right well i kind of get that but it's like yeah june walk your pearls over there yeah and say like i don't know beaver's gotta go there's you know Wally fell into a well he did not do
1: his chores he is in trouble and has to come home no parties for him as
0: much as he wants to be there he's not allowed
1: yeah Yeah. take the anyway
0: so now we get to the Denison house Mm -hmm. which is cool and in my mind I'm like oh cool like mid-century house and it's like oh it was mid-century that house is probably like brand new yeah (laughs) (laughs) um Yeah, and then I was telling, why did Ward drive him? They live so close. Uh, Oh, and this really annoyed me to the point that I wrote the letters, UGH, because Beaver doesn't want to leave the car, and Ward goes, Theodore, are you defying me? Come on, man.
1: Yeah, and so I have a couple screenshots that I have entitled, Party Protest, where the beef's like not getting out of the car. And to the defiance comment, he says, no, sir, I'm just not going, that's all.
0: Yeah, it's like, ask your kid why he's so opposed to going to this party.
1: Talk it out, you know, like normal people.
0: Yeah, so. Um, uh,
1: I put that the beef stands his ground, he's not going inside to the party after being driven there, what? And then yeah. Ward tries to pull him out of the car like a bully, totally blind to the reality of the girl party, threatens the Beeve about stalling, and says, and so then the Beeve says, which is my favorite part of the scene, a little dramatic, but I guess that's why I like it, you'll be sorry, I'll eat so much cake and ice cream, I'll bust oh, yeah. wide open, I might even <laughs> die! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that beef.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, while that's all happening, like Linda and like six other girls run out chanting Beaver's name and they're Jumping wearing like the fruitiest dresses. Oh yeah. And Ward is completely blind to yes. all of that. Yes. Uh and yeah, so Ward is actually he's making it all about him and June being embarrassed.
1: Yeah. And he's like making it really just obvious that he's terrible with kids. He like yeah. turns around, sort of sheepishly, and is like, "One moment, children." And is like, yeah. "Come on."
0: Right. Yeah. I, I I wrote down a not super nice word that begins with a and ends with hole, uh, referring to Ward at this moment. Mm-hmm. Not not cool, but not cool. Not cool. Um, yeah. So then we're back at the. Cleaver house mm-hmm. and Ward gets back and Ward says it's Ugh. the worst experience I've ever had oh my gosh
1: I wrote I wrote yeah the worst huh
0: yeah yeah
1: disgusting
0: no. June went through child labor twice in the the 40s and 50s. (laughs) You haven't had it all that bad if this was the worst experience you've ever had, Ward. Yeah. So June explains the whole situation to him Mm -hmm. and Ward goes, you mean all those kids in dresses were girls? You
1: dumb dumb, come on.
0: You big dumb dumb. And... Oh yeah, then June says, kind of mirroring what Wally said, that we're too old to understand things like this and like as much as June didn't do the right thing it's like props to her for not like getting pissed off at Wally for yeah you know age shaming her but yeah. or just like calling out the fact that like you know what this is just something you you're not gonna understand because you're kind of old and I feel like June hadn't thought of herself as being old or out of touch until right. that moment
1: so yeah. here's the next thing I gotta think If June and Ward were, like, 18, 19, 20 when they got hitched and then had kids immediately or in the first, like, couple of years and then the Beavers in second grade and Wally's in eighth grade, like, how old can June and Ward be? 32?
0: Yeah, Ward definitely looks, at least in his mid-40s. June is
1: looking fly, though.
0: June is looking fly, but they're supposed... I mean, didn't they... Like go to school together I think like, they did
1: He liked the yeah. little girl With the page haircut
0: Yeah So either Ward Just takes very bad care Of himself <laughs> uh, Which is entirely possible Yeah Um. Then
1: Or he can blame yeah, maybe, it on June
0: Or maybe Ward just Well no Ward didn't stay back In school Because he had Such excellent grades As we learned oh, In previous yeah. Part time genius um, and Yeah Jim, I don't know Big the, old Oh, such a dumb dumb average student Pfft. yeah Pssh. so yeah, I don't know there's there's something weird about their ages. I haven't I've never actually looked up to see what their like what years each of them were born in I'm gonna quickly look that up because I'm curious. Hugh Beaumont I'm like trying so hard not to call him Hugh Billingsley. <laughs> I always do that. Um right, Well, well, that's while well, I'm looking for that, we can keep we can move on and okay. and go I was to like, that's homework. The party. We'll figure it out and because, in China like, and get it. Yeah the the episode has not yet gotten off the wall. Mm-hmm. Like we're eleven scenes in now, and things still haven't like really gone off the rails. but yeah. like they're about to so we keep um,
1: flipping back and forth between like the cleaver re- residence and the denison residence like mm-hmm. pretty short scenes and we got a couple cute shots of the the beef being really bored with some really groovy right. furniture
0: so groovy mid-century
1: oh yeah and then um there's like a drawing like a like a raffle where one of the party guests get wins a prize and it ends up being the beef oh right and he wins like a doll that really creepily goes like, "Mama."
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's troublesome, and you can tell that like Linda's mom like feels bad, like, "Ooh, yeah, sorry, buddy." Um, so then uh, at home, Ward apologizes to Wally mm-hmm. for um for punishing him, which is like, you know. As much as I really dislike Ward He does apologize uh, Sometimes Yeah It's like you can at least give him that He apologized to Beaver for pushing him to study For a test that you don't study for And he's like I'm sorry if I upset you at that point um, Oh here we go uh, Hugh Beaumont was born in 1909 Barbara Billingsley was born in 1915 So six year difference
1: Wow so She's
0: great. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. She's um, the best.
1: This is coming up on my favorite so, um, part of this episode.
0: We've got, yeah, so we're back at the party.
1: No, go back. This is my favorite part of the episode. Ward is talking to Wally, and he's like, Oh, I can totally understand how if you weren't invited to an all girl party now, you'd be really, really pumped about it. And then there's like a pause some really cheesy heart music and then he picks up some socks and like tosses it like right into the football helmet and it's like what the heck was that moment <laughs> but I loved it because it was so corny there
0: we're gonna get to this pretty soon but like there's some weird stuff going on with the writer of this episode
1: Okay. So anyway,
0: back at the party, uh, they're play- the girls are playing Pin the Tail on the Donkey, and the girls are getting tired of it, and Linda suggests they play, I couldn't really understand what she said, post office?
1: I don't know. I couldn't understand either. I was like, what are they going to play? The beaver's nervous.
0: <laughs> yeah, but all we know is that they were just like, uh, but your mom's around, and it's like, no, she won't be back for a little while. Don't worry about it and then beaver like gets really nervous and kind of just like bounces yeah so i don't know what they were about to play but like it sounded pretty salacious um yeah so beaver walks into the
1: beaver being bored
0: oh okay yeah but then he then he vanishes
1: an office
0: he walks into it's a taxidermy and gun room and like I don't know, like Pacific Islander um, artifact room. Yeah. It was weird. But anyway, he walked into that room. What's up?
1: Where it really turns.
0: Oh, this is where the episode takes off. Is this where the episode
1: turns for you?
0: Such a hard turn. I look at this room and I'm like, oh Mm -hmm. my God. And Beaver, like, is. Looking around for like a little while until you realize there is a person in there and it's Mr. Dennison. A
1: weirdo. A total he's sitting, weirdo.
0: He's sitting in a chair like he creeps out from behind a chair and goes, I didn't think it would take you this long or like something like that. Like I've been waiting for you, Beaver.
1: I mean, I yeah. don't I can't speak for your parents. My mom was pretty good about my friends' names, but also I never feel like I overwhelmed her with, like, ten friends at once. Like, she always had sort of a thing. But he leans over and says, like, Hello, Beaver. And I'm like, Your kid is new at school. How do you know all the kids' names, you weirdo?
0: There's a lot of weirdness about this guy um, that we're about to really get into. So Mm -hmm. he's creepy and very friendly um, and offers to show Beaver his gun collection which Beaver is really jazzed about oh I'm like oh hell no Uh, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot about the relationship between the two of them that really made me think about Predators. uh, predators and how they groom children you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. You know, it's like they build the trust of these kids. They become their like best friend. They show them all that they let them touch the guns in the gun collection. The Buffalo Bill rifle. Uh-huh. Um It was like a really messed up scene. And because yeah. um, hey,
1: it's the 50s.
0: Yeah, so. Uh I did a little bit of so after this scene, which goes on for quite a while, like he does, and going here's
1: the part where I'm gonna take a hard a hard stop. He uh-huh. he he takes the shotgun or or the gun that Buffalo Bill mm-hmm. used or whatever, and the beef goes to shoot Buffalo. Oh, and Mister Dennison says, "Or an Indian or two Oh what yeah. T F
0: Okay, so this episode was written by a guy named Ben Gershman. And I I don't think there's that much information on, like, Ben Gershman available in terms of, like, what he was like. Because there was no Twitter at the time, so it's really hard to say. But what I did find out is that he wrote an episode of Gilligan's Island that's going to blow your mind.
1: Okay.
0: He wrote an episode of Gilligan's Island about a big game hunter who finds himself on the island, can't find anything to hunt on the island, so he hunts one of the castaways. No. Yes.
1: No. The most yes. dangerous game. He he stole the plot of the most dangerous game. He
0: is amazingly screwed up (laughs) Uh, this person has issues and there's a lot of weird stuff going on like the guns aside child predator like without child predator he's showing a kid he's putting guns in a child's hands Mm -hmm. a kid who knows nothing about like safety yeah he's 8 years old Mm mm-hmm Yeah, So uh, yeah I mean we could talk about this For episodes
1: Uh huh There's another moment here like right at the end of the scene Before we move on Where he puts on Billy the kid's um, Holster holster. And gun and it like slams down To the floor and Beeb says I guess Billy the kid was a little Fatter than I is Yeah And I'm like, no, he was a grown-ass man. Right. Yeah. A cowboy.
0: Well, uh, I think that Billy the Kid died when he was like 19. But still, at that time, that was an adult.
1: Right. Could marry your high school sweetheart at that age.
0: By the way, the only reason why I know that is because I recently watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And while watching it... Was like reading a bunch of information about that stuff. And since Billy the Kid is one of the characters, it's like this actor was 23, but Billy the Kid died when he was 19. Something like that. So Wow. That's why that's fresh in the old brain.
1: I went to a bar mitzvah this year that had a Bill and Ted theme.
0: An entire theme on Bill and Ted?
1: Yeah, you went through a phone booth and you got to like hang out with Augustus Caesar and you like got to go through like colonial times and you got to like hang out with Napoleon and yeah.
0: Well, how about that? Uh, I was like, I, whoa,
1: kids today even know what that movie is?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's that's really amazing. Actually, that's
1: the amazing so part.
0: I um, did. What did they all eat like from a giant vat of like Ziggy Pig ice cream? <laughs> no, that would have been amazing, though. <laughs> that would have been the best. Uh, so I'm friends with uh, this girl whose father, like, grew up with. I know this is like so roundabout. Um, this guy named Larry Bach, and he was one of the two editors on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And it took everything, and we. Were around each other a lot And it took like everything I had in me Every single time I saw him to like Not ask questions about it He did like a lot of He did like Mighty Ducks and stuff like that So it's like he did like all of those Late 80s, early 90s Movies of that ilk And that were so good But we're not talking about that We're talking about Leave it to Beaver Right Which just like really rocked our worlds um, So Moving on
1: mm-hmm.
0: Back at home um, Ward is anxious for Beaver to get back,
1: mm-hmm. and, and um, June's wearing another look. Oh, hell yeah! It Wait, is look three. She
0: changed. She changed. Yeah. just like okay, all right.
1: Maybe she spilled. I don't know.
0: And <laughs> no, she didn't. This is June Cleaver no, you're didn't. talking about.
1: No, she would never. Um, repeat alert though. She is wearing from scene eleven, look five, and oh, I'm sorry. Season 1 episode 11 look 5 And then episode mm. 6 look 3 It's a tie collar bow shirt With a dark circle skirt, earrings, arm candy And if there's pearls we can't see them
0: uh-huh. cool. Uh huh Cool And an apron, a flat apron I, I With a front pocket I guess that's but. just like her, her evening look yeah. um, I don't know So Beaver gets home and Ward apologizes As he should mm-hmm. um, But Beaver had a swell time he had a really nice yeah. time. He doesn't go into any details, and if he had gone into details, I think that Ward in June, or especially Ward, would have been so like, you know, he's got such like a good crush on what he thinks. Mr. Dennison is like. Oh, by the way, Mr. Dennison is played by a man named Lyle Talbot, and I, I liked his voice. Yes. Well. I when I saw his name in like the list of credits, I was like Lyle Talbot. Like why do I know that name? And it occurred to me that when I was in I think junior high, I wore a shirt with the poster for a movie called Plan 9 from Outer Space on it. Plan 9 from Outer Space is the Ed Wood classic, the original so bad it's good movie like it's so bad it's so fun to watch it's like the very first time that that ever really happened and Lyle Talbot was in plan 9 from outer space Um, and there was like something about it where like I saw him and I was like how do I know that guy and I was like was he the original ward like why do I remember him Um, but yeah that's what it was he's in plan 9 from outer space amongst like a bunch of like other things but yeah Yes, great voice.
1: Yeah, the only thing I really liked about him is that when he spoke, I was like, ooh, this guy's made for radio.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet he did a lot of radio, actually. Not
1: that he's not attractive. I, I That wasn't what I meant. I just like, no, no, liked no, no. the way that his voice sounded.
0: Got a face for radio.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway. Um, yes, and then we go to the bedroom, and Beaver's telling Wally all about everything and mentioned how, how he won he the won doll. A doll. But he gave it to, and I hate the way that he says this, but he gave me it too. to a fat lady who was waiting for a bus. That's like, could you have just said lady? Yeah. Ugh.
1: I know. Can't win them all.
0: Yeah. So Beaver's writing a note to Linda. Oh,
1: how nice. nice. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me to your party, and
0: I, I see have you been and indoctrined
1: your- by your dad.
0: I know. He says, "I want to see you and your father's guns again." Yeah, is yeah. He's like, "I've been groomed by your father. Um, whatever happens, uh, don't feel bad for him. It's a disease." <laughs> um,
1: it's not funny. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, that's the episode. Very minimal. June yeah uh, you only see Ward being awful. Wally's fine. I wish that we would have gotten to see him and the yeah, boys more Wally. watching watching those uh, roofers say things to each other.
1: Oh, that would have been an episode I'd like to see.
0: I know right. That'd be so good. Um, yeah I mean all that's that's all of my notes because I kind of peppered the stuff in in the middle. But, uh, yeah. what is So, how many G me,
1: Gollies would you give it?
0: Louise, on a scale from a one to five G Gollies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'd give it zero G Gollies. Whoa. It made me mad. It made me sick. I was not happy with this situation. Wow. It, this is a show for children and it's telling them that it's okay to talk to strangers with guns uh, it it's just like it, it's all the bad things it's also telling people that it's like not okay for boys and girls to hang
1: out Play together. together yeah yeah okay wow and also, I it's just like I gave this show a really low rating.
0: What was your rating?
1: Um, but I did not give it zero.
0: I gave it zero. I gave
1: it two. And the reason was because I thought there were some pretty, like, adorable moments where the beef was like, I'm not really sick, don't worry. And I liked the cheesy heart moment. And I thought that the impersonation was funny and, like, the the relationship between Wally and the Beave, but I also was angered by the same things that angered you. And it like was even with the the guest stars of Mrs. Dennison, Mr. Dennison, Linda Dennison, all the girls at the party, the the little quick shots of all of his creep friends at school, which like normally I like giving. There were a couple boys, maybe three, two on the Larry side and one on the Whitey Judy side Mm -hmm. that we didn't know their names. Yeah. They were just reacting and I was like, oh man, those kids got to be extras on Leave It to Beaver. Right. Like I like all of those things and when they did the the passing of the notes, I like it when there's musical scoring without text Uh over it. Like those things I really liked, which is why I gave it a two, but it still made me...
0: Sick and gross I agree with you I completely agree with you But I can't in good conscience Like give any credit to this It it really It really sour So I also want to say this I don't know Who listens to this podcast I am fully aware That there may be people Who watch this That like This podcast is not about us To share our views on politics or anything like that some of that stuff might come up right but it's like that's not what this is about and you know if we do it's not that's not the conversation we want to be having is like a pros and cons this what's appalling us about this is not the fact that there were guns that a person owned guns I was disturbed by uh, Mr. Dennison's collections but i understand that people enjoy that for various reasons i don't remember which animals exactly there were or and if those animals are extinct now or not um what really troubled me was the grooming aspect of it and i feel like that's a universal thing and it's easy to look past it thinking like, oh, it's just a cute kid's TV show and he's playing with guns. Um, But, you know, it's like there's more to it than that. And, you know, kids who watch the show are very impressionable and these things have impacts.
1: Yeah. Anyway. I will also say we never set out doing this podcast to critique it as a classic television show show. Generally, we started mm-hmm. the podcast to specifically look at it for the first time through our twenty first century
0: lens, Gen
1: X, Millennial eyes.
0: Yeah, we also started this podcast because I had a dream where we did, right. and we <laughs> when we made my dream come true
1: because
0: mm-hmm. um, we're cool so like that. Because we're cool like that. Um, Luis, is there anything else that you wanna you wanna add? I don't think so. I
1: feel pretty good about this. I All love right, this. Well, oh,
0: as much as this episode infuriated me, I loved I I, I love doing this no matter what. And I'm really excited for the next one because I I believe that we get to meet a new character, one who becomes. I, I just from seeing the episode name the episode title I believe that we meet a new character who is like goes on through the stretch of the show
1: I am so excited
0: yeah uh, so on that note being a child is usually a pretty easygoing time of life you have many enjoyable experiences But sometimes, being small presents rather overwhelming problems. And that's our story next time on Louise It to Beaver.